you have the January blues? Because the holiday season is over, right? Wrong! It's Twelfth Night! And that means one last Yuletide hurrah! That's right! We're back with one more bauble for your tree! One more dollop of gravy on your turkey! One more pointless argument about the rules of Monopoly! Other podcasts might have ended the festivities, but not us! Because clowns aren't just for Christmas! Let. Them. Loose! Fire! Ridiculous. It's 1906, not 1520. Why should ladies be forced into highly restrictive undergarments before sitting down to a ten-course dinner? Well, it is Christmas. We want to look our best, and everyone knows a lady can only look her best when her waist has been compressed to 14 inches. True. But this combination of tight corsetry, Brussels sprouts and parsnips will one day cause a most horrible incident. Yes, Bertie. I suspect the safest place would be under the table. And besides, how can we achieve emancipation squeezed into dresses with tiny waists, but backsides so huge that the casual onlooker might think we've stuffed a hippopotamus down our pants? Well, these dresses do have their advantages. I suppose. Do you remember how Cecily hired a Spanish midget to hide under hers and satisfy her intimate needs whenever she liked? Oh, yes. The little fellow once set to while she was taking tea with the vicar and he thought she was possessed. Yes. I often wonder what happened to Pepe. Hola. <gasps> Euphemia. Did that salutation proceed from under your bustle? Ah, uh, golly, no. It, it, it must be an echo. It is Pepe under there. Buenos dias, Signora Gwendoline. Euphemia, you are so naughty. No wonder you've been smiling since March. Ay, caramba! Ow! No, back, back, no! No, Bertie, get out from under that dress. Leave poor Pepe alone. No, what's this? Oh, that's novel. Don't worry, Euphemia. I'll get him out of there. No! Like that afternoon with the vicar. Season's greetings with Google Translate. Bye and hello. 
I me call John Thomas's and I have 30. I arrivings from Englishes but demanded in Romans from 12 years old. It would like me to introduce my bit into use and demand more far information circling your company. I am married and my wife he likes it but he's being human so he knows her chickens to say so. I have children a lot. Mariexes. Check the halls with boughs of holly. La 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 la. Tis the season to be jolly. La 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 la. We know everyone loves the festive season, but what happens when it goes too far? What happens when people cross the line? You've seen the telltale signs. Humming carols under the breath, dropping hints about gift ideas, an unnatural interest in tinsel. It's true, monsters live amongst us. They are the overeager, the overprepared, the extreme. We call them the Xmasists. Here are just a few tragic stories. I thought my girlfriend was just looking forward to the winter. I was horrified when I found she turned our house into a Santa's grotto. All my clothes were gone. I had to wear a Santa outfit all day, every day, until New Year's Eve. Sure, it, I mean, it did wonders for my sex life, but at what cost? And it's not just in the home. They're at work, too. One of my employees snapped. It was early October. First, she was quietly bopping along with her headphones in the office. Next thing you know, she's smuggled in a gospel choir disguised as interns to serenade us with carols. I could have just about ignored it, but then she moved ten reindeer into the reception area and they ate all the photocopying paper. It's just not professional, and if she, if she didn't make such great Christmas cakes, she, she'd be out of the door. Exmasists aren't just for Christmas. The effects linger. I can't stand the tinsel, man. I still have flashbacks. It's the 1st of September, I'd cry, but he didn't listen. Decoration after decoration, they just kept coming and coming, piling up and up. The house became inaccessible, the garden an illuminated maze. He almost became one with Christmas itself. Oh, it was horrifying. In the end, we had to torch the place. He haunts me in my dreams. So remember, early Christmas celebrations can be dangerous. If it ain't time for holly, don't even think about getting jolly. If you spot someone too far gone, please report it on our whistleblower website, www.barhumbug.com. Our emergency Scrooge team will be dispatched to dampen any festive fun. We wish you all a vigilant Christmas and a very cautious New Year. Thank you. Season's Greetings with Google Translate. In my time inexpensive, I do animals. Three mongooses like my particulars. One is clear, one especially, and one has called for Moby Wick. But I don't please dogs. Hoppy Mistleberry. By Jove, Kawabas, are you honestly saying you think your wife is hiding a midget under her dress? I fear I am, Pelham. Paul! It's fantastical! Euphemia is such a delightful girl! Paul! 
I know it sounds like I've gone doolally or finally succumbed to a massive overdose of moustache wax, but there it is. I've never been more sure of anything in my life. Well, yank down my dwarves and take me in the Arabian style. I've never heard the like. Bull! And what's worse, I have a strong suspicion that he's a Spaniard. The shame of it. But hang on, how on earth do you deduce that? There's a lingering smell of Cadiz about the house. Of course. But surely you'd have spotted the little blighter by now. How? Thanks to social strictures, during the day I'm not even allowed to see Euphemia's ankles, let alone what's under her dress. And presumably he slips out and hides before she comes to bed at night. Precisely. He's a cunning little fellow. Paul! Well, there's only one thing for it. Stuff her full of sprouts at Christmas lunch. Gas the bugger out like a badger. And then beat him to death with a poker? Naturally. After all, it is Christmas. Bull! Another sprout, my dear Euphemia? Oh, oh I, I don't think I possibly could, my darling. I fear I have had an inelegant over-sufficiency of sprouts. Oh. Come, come, my dear. One more won't do any harm. Uh, but she's already had 27 sprouts, Carruthers. Now, Gwendolyn, let us not come between the lovebirds. I'll eat one more sprout for you, my dearest. There's a good girl. Yes, Bertie. I think this is the moment to hide under the table. Oh, dear. Oh, no. Oh, dear, dear, dear. Oh, no, Euphemia. You mustn't. Hold it in for propriety's sake. I'm sorry, but I can't. Dash this corset. This is it, Carruthers. The moment of truth. For God's sake, Euphemia, get away from the fire. Oh, Lordy. I can Yes, Bertie. That's the first time I've ever seen a flaming Spanish midget fly through a window, too. Police Navidad! Crikey! He's cooked a pheasant in mid-flight. Bravo! Fetch, Bertie. Season's Greetings with Google Translate. I would desire this work for your society because it likes mine. We have much freedoms in the bag and I don't lose their weather. My sex is macho. I work like teachers at varied posts in far places how Brazilians. I feel myself well at all times and I like hand jobs at the essence but not during hours. Jolly turkey gobble! This Christmas, give the man in your life the best that he can get. A razor from Fillette. The Fillette's 127 blades glide easily over the skin to give a shave that can only be beaten by painstakingly stripping the epidermis off his face. The Fillette is guaranteed to make his jaw squarer, his double chin disappear, and to change his name by Depole to Chip or Rod or Buck. Give your man a fillet, 
and within a week he'll be wearing red check shirts and throwing a baseball to a young lad. Even if you live in a country that doesn't play baseball, or you don't have a young lad of your own. Watch in amazement as his teeth whiten, his eyes get bluer, and he becomes 50% more rugged and macho. Turn that pathetic weed you date into a real man with Villette. And why not give the woman in your life the best that she can get this Christmas with Philette's Aphrodite for her? After all, it's been scientifically proven that even one hair on a woman's body makes all men puke. Philette's Aphrodite for her will instantly turn your woman into a lady, ridding her of hair, cellulite, fat and all thoughts of equality. Why put up with a hairy troglodyte when you can have a smooth sex slave who will also do your cooking, cleaning, and laundry? Fillette's Aphrodite for her, the best a gal can get. Warning, use of a razor not designed for your gender will result in catastrophic sexual disorientation. Seriously, you wonder what to put where or why ever again. Don't share razors, it's in the Bible, probably somewhere in Leviticus. When a woman uses a man's razor, it's an abomination in the sight of God and you will go to hell. Merry Christmas, buy more razors. Release the clowns. And now, Mafia Yuletide Favourites with Mad Joe Santini. It was the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring. Not even that mook fat Tony, nor none of his goons neither. And the new mall got a nice solid foundation. Capiche? We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. So we release the clowns. Right, Baker. Surveillance is in position. The team have eyes and ears on us. If we're going to thwart this spate of burglaries we've been warned about, we need informants, and this is where we'll find them. We're going to nip this thing in the bud, Gov. Now, it's imperative that we maintain undercover integrity. Your code name is Tinkle. And you're the big man, Gov. I'll start getting the grasses in. Right, you first. Come and see the Gov. Uh, I mean, the big man. Ho, ho, ho. Good save, Tinkle. Hello, little girl. And what do you know about a proposed serious criminal enterprise to wit conspiracy to burgle, going equipped and transportation of unlicensed livestock on or about the night of... 24th of December, big man. Thanks, Tinkle. Well? Um, I'm Alice. Gov, you're supposed to ask their name. And maybe be a bit more jolly. Damn it. It's always the little details that trip you up. Ho, ho, ho. And how old are you, Alice? I'm four. And do you know what's going down on Christmas Eve, Alice? Don't be shy, Alice. You can tell Santa. He knows anyway. That's when Father Christmas comes to visit. Father Christmas, Gov. That's the name we keep hearing. Sounds like a real bastard. And what does he do, Alice, this Father Christmas? He comes down the chimney, doesn't he, Alice? Diabolical. But how does he know where to go, big man? How indeed! 
Ho, 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 Alice. How does he know to come to your house? I sent him a letter. Oh, my God. That means... You've got his address. Bingo! Everybody knows that. He lives at... Alice? Santa's Workshop, Lapland, the North Pole. My God, Baker, this thing is global. Uh, one last question, Alice. Can you identify this individual of interest? For the benefit of surveillance, Tinkle is showing the informant an EFIT image of quadruped suspect codename Nasso Rosso. Rudolph! Ho, ho, ho! Thank you very much, Alice. I expect you'd like a prezi, wouldn't you? Yes, please. Here, have this, um, uh, set of kitchen knives. Goodbye. Um, I'm not sure this is... Next, this way, little boy. Go on, you too, Mum. Ho, ho, ho. Hello, little boy. Spencer, it's me. Chief Superintendent Whitlow, Mum. My word, that disguise is excellent. Hold on a sec. Is Mum DC Pickering... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uncanny. I just wanted to say, keep up the good work, but don't take any chances. Sounds like this Christmas character is a serious player. Come on, Pickering. Oh, uh, yes, ma'am. You better take a present to maintain your cover, ma'am. Here, have these, um... Fireworks. Ooh, yum, yum. That was awfully nice of the Chief, putting herself in a firing line like that. Best undercover copper I ever worked with. She's a chameleon. And who's this now, ho, ho, ho? I'm Jacob, and I know all about you. Careful, big man. This could be a trap. Right, Tinkle. Really, Jacob, so what do you know about Father Christmas? He's my daddy. You heard that surveillance. Go, go, go! Hello, Jacob, what's... <laughs> Sterling effort, team. Another hardened criminal in the bag. Spencer, Baker, you've done it again. God bless us, everyone! Release the Clown starred Phil Whelans, Amy Holmes, Alex Marion, Casper Michaels, Nick Hildred, Phil Nice, Karen Morden, Holly Meachin and Martin Hyder. It was written by Alex Marion, Nick Hildred, Dan Willis and Michael Monkhouse. The social media star at the top of the tree is Dan Willis, and the show has been scrumpled up, shoved in a bag and left out for the garbage truck by Nick Hildred and Alex Marion. We hope you've all had a wonderful festive season and that this final helping of Christmas cheer will help you ease back into work and the new decade. As for us, we're sharpening our pencils, brewing the coffee and getting ready to write another year's worth of funny stuff. Good Lord! Alex has sounded the idea, Claxon. I'd better fire up the typewriter. See you in two. <laughs>